0: You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. I think um, all of us have had moments from time to time when we uh, wish we could live a moment in our life again knowing what we know now. How many of you have had those kind of thoughts? If, if we know what we knew now, how things would play out, we would have done things a little bit different. Or a lot different. <laughs> Life is a funny thing that we, we go through it and so we, we see things play out as they do. And, uh, and sometimes we, we often learn from mistakes. And that sometimes mistakes are a painful thing because we go through things and sometimes even with the best intention, but it, it goes terribly wrong. And we realize that was not the way to do it. Um, it's often these moments where there's a consequence to a, a bad decision or a lack of a decision. Knowing the right thing to do and when to do it is wisdom, is it not? Knowing when to do something is real wisdom. And uh, there's, a, there's a book in the Bible filled with statements of wisdom. There's a book of the Bible that actually, for most things in life, there's a statement that brings clarity, that brings wisdom, and uh, it's all these nuggets of truths that God has put in there for our benefit. These are statements that reflect God's plan and His purpose for us. You see, sometimes we have the mistakes because we didn't know the right way. And so we, we kind of are figuring out as we go along, but actually God has already put together a plan, a book that has all these kind of ways in which when we hit these moments of life, this is the right way to do it. This is the right way to do it. The next two months, we're going to unpackage this book titled Proverbs. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> now, in two months, can I just say, we are not going to cover the entire book because when you start to read through Proverbs, you realize almost every single sentence is a different statement and it's very difficult in two months Uh, including our life groups, to go through all of those statements. However, we are going to try to cover some major themes that are covered in the book of Proverbs because I believe God has given it for our benefit so that we would succeed in in this life that we have. Life is not just to be lived by mistakes, but God has a purpose and a plan to bless and to prosper. But we have to do it His way. He was the one who, He is the great architect of this life that we live. He's the one who has a plan in place, and He, and he has, a, has sorted it all out so that we don't have to. Isn't that great? When you come into this world, it isn't so that you kind of have to figure it all out on your own, but He's got a master plan for your life and for my life. And there's some common threads across the, across the Scripture that applies to every single one of us. Every single one of us, these statements are true. In our life group this past week we we started to look at the series and we looked at chapter 1 verses 1 to to 7 and in this we we the the book starts off just kind of stating this purpose of the book stating the purpose of Proverbs and uh Solomon says this it it was to attain wisdom and discipline the the, the idea that the, all these statements are, are to obtain wisdom and discipline to to understand words of insight to learn to do what is right and just and fair. God wants us to learn to do what is right, just and fair. To, to gain knowledge and discretion. To receive guidance. This was the purpose of the book. And then we also finished our life group looking also at, at the very starting point of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And if we take God out of the equation, actually we're going to come to a place of foolishness. Because the starting point of all knowledge and wisdom is God himself. He is the, he is the author of wisdom. And so if we're going to look to everything else for wisdom, we're going to come up short. Fear the Lord as we looked at his, this reverence of who he is, placing him Lord of our lives, obeying his instruction. God alone is the source of all wisdom. This morning we're going to look at now Proverbs chapter two. And uh, over the coming weeks, we're not necessarily going to go through it sequentially. Um, We're going to look at more the themes based upon uh, the passages. But over these next two, three weeks, we are going to look at the first few chapters of Proverbs because it does carry on uh, a, a few main thoughts. And so we're going to read Proverbs 2 at this moment, all of it. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Guys, if you haven't read your Bible today, we're going to read it together. Proverbs chapter 2, my son, and let's make it for everyone, my daughter as well, my son and daughter. If you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turn your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is the shield to those whose way is... Uh, way of life is blameless, for he guards the course of the just who protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path, for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men and from men whose words are perverse who have left the straight paths to walk in dark ways, who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in perversiveness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Wisdom will save you from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive words, who has left her partner from her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. Surely her house leads down to death and her path to spirit's uh, of the dead none who go to her return or attain the path of life thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep the paths of the righteous for the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it but the wicked will be cut off from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it okay there's a bit there isn't there in the first four chapters sorry first four, four verses we we see these this statement that starts off in each of these statements with an if 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 you accept my words and store up my commands and turn your ears to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding if you look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasure if if there's a there's a condition and i think when it comes to a book of the Bible or it comes to God's word, there's a condition of if when it comes to our part to play. You see, I think uh, we don't grow in wisdom and God's understanding for our lives by chance. I, I've discovered the longer I've walked with the Lord that nothing happens by accident or chance. You see, God has a plan. He has a way already marked out for my life, but I have to discern it. I have a part to play in understanding it. I have a part to play in, in seeking after it. It doesn't just happen by osmosis or some kind of strange new agey thing. I have to understand what God is saying and I have to dig into it myself. Now, I think this amazing God, this creator of the universe, has taken the time to write down his thoughts for you and for me. And all we have to do is look to it. We we have to apply our heart to it. You see, it says, accept. If you accept God's word, right? If you accept my words, you know what? We can often think we know better. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I think there's many times in my life I have thought I knew better. I, I had my own plans. I had my own ways. I had my own thoughts. And actually, because if you just accept my thoughts... The, You'll find the way if you just accept. But also, if you store, you know, there's, there's a, there's a requirement to store. Now, if I'm going to store something in my house, I physically have to put it somewhere. Do I not? I, I if I go shopping at Tesco or Little or Waitrose, I'm not just going to promote Tesco anymore because I got myself into trouble. But if you go shopping in any one of our major shopping, oh, co-op as well, um, Sainsbury's, if you're from Haywards Heath. If you go shopping at any one of our, our local grocery stores, Londis, close by, and you're gonna store up food for the rest of the week. What you do is you go shopping, you fill up your, your, your shopping trolley and you, you you pack it into your car or you walk home with your bags and then you put it into your cupboards, don't you? You you store it in a safe place. In some things in our house, we have to put in extra special places so other people in our family don't see it straight away. I don't know if other people can relate with that. Sometimes things have to be concealed, out of view, so that we can use it at the appropriate time. And we don't discover, just as we're about to make our food, that it's not there because someone decided to eat it for lunch. Anyways, not pointing any fingers at this moment. But storing, if we commit ourselves to storing its it's a requirement to to take something and hide it away, right? To store it is putting it into a safe place. You know, you can't store something you've never had your, your hands on to start with. If you've never committed yourself to to learning what God has to say, how can you store what he says in your heart for a point in your life when you need to draw from it? You see, you store it not for the now, you store it for the later, Right, You store up God's Word for what is to come, not for the moment. You might be reading something in Scripture thinking, this doesn't apply to me right now. But there will come a day, it will apply to you. And if you've never taken the time to read it, you've never taken the time to, to memorize it or to learn it or to, to get it into your heart. When the, the time comes, when you need to draw from that understanding, it's not there. And you know what happens when we don't have the wisdom of God for the moments we face? We make mistakes. Because at that moment, we do not know what to do because we've got nothing stored in the cupboard of truth. And so what are we doing? We're not leaning upon the cupboard of God's truth. We're leaning on our own understanding. And our understanding is limited. And our limitation in our understanding always leads to mistakes. And that's not God's plan. So we need to accept. We need to store. We need to listen to the wisdom of His voice. You know, sometimes I think we're too busy talking to to take on board what he's saying. We need to apply our hearts to understanding. There's a focus that's required. Look out for insight and understand to search for it, to look for it. There's a the pursuit of saying, God, I need to know what it is you're saying, giving your everything to learn and understand and to grow, to know God more and to know his will deep inside of our hearts, to read his word, to listen to his voice, if is the pursuit of God. If, if you do this, if you pursue Him, if you grow in it, we will discover, and the next part of this passage speaks about the source. We will discover the source. In verses five and six, it says, then. So it starts with if, and then the next, in verse five, it starts with then. So we couldn't just read five without reading the first four verses, correct? Because the then always follows something before it, right? So if we've done that, then this is what will happen. It says, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. You see, one one of the things that if we if we seek after God and his word, you know what? I think we the Bible says we'll revere him even more. Why? Because the closer we get to God, the more we see how big He is, how great He is, how His plans are bigger than our plans, how His thoughts are beyond our thoughts. We come to this understanding that actually He is a, He is much greater. You know, we can read all sorts of books, we can go to university, we can we can go to seminars and conferences, we can listen to famous people, we can we can go to all of the self-help kind of groups that there are around us. But if we if we don't Focus our attention in upon what God says, all of that is futile. I don't know if you've seen those yellow and black books that are like Computers for Dummies or I don't know, Maths for Dummies or whatever it is. Have you seen those books? They were really popular a few years ago. I guess there was a lot more dummies back then. <laughs> My generation. The reality is, is that the Bible is for dummies, for you, for me, right? The word of life is right here. It's for us and it's found. The knowledge that we need is found in God alone. Looking in every other direction is complete. Futile It's futile for us. God's word is always correct. Can you think of this? There's not one time that God speaks and it's not right. There's not one inaccuracy of, of what he says to us. He doesn't say, oh, do you know what? I made a mistake. Ooh, I shouldn't have said that to you. I didn't realize it was going to pan out as it did or play out as it did. Actually, God never speaks a word that's not true and right. Everything he says for us is always perfect. It's perfect. And not only that is always for our good. He is the source of all that is good for our lives. The more we seek him and what he has to say, the more we will fear and revere him because there's an overwhelming growing revelation of how much greater he is. Do you know what? When I was young, I shared this in our life group. I, I don't know. When I was 18, I thought I knew the world and how to accomplish. You know, I, I thought I knew the big picture. You know, I, I had life figured out. I sensed God's calling on my life and I just I just had it all planned out. And it's a funny thing how years pass on and, and the older you get, the realize the less, the less you know. How many people have kind of come to that understanding? It's, it's, a, it's a bizarre thing. I'm in my 40s now and I feel like I know less now than I was 18. 18, I was very confident. I knew a lot of stuff. My parents didn't know very much. These foolish people. They didn't know the world like I knew the world at an 18-year-old. I was going to prove them a thing or two when I left home. It's funny, you know, at 19, 20, maybe 21, somewhere in that age, suddenly the phone calls were now in reverse. Mom, what do you think about this? I actually, somehow you've grown in wisdom in a few years. I don't know what's going on here. The point is this, is that, Actually, when we start to grow in our walk with God, when we start to press into him, when we start to seek his truth, when we start to seek understanding from his word, you know, we'll start to see God and the bigness of, he, of who he is. We'll discover that he's a great God and we are the people who don't have all the answers, but he has all the answers. We discover who he is. Seek God. The conditions of uh, is the condition and his seeking his word is, is, is what we're we're called to do. But we find the source in God. But this then leads, the whole rest of the passage leads to the outcome. This amazing outcome. In fact, the rest of this chapter speaks of, of all the benefits of learning and living by God's words and commands. I mean, I, before we look at anything else in Proverbs, I, I think this is the introduction of the whole book. Because it says, if you can just apply yourself... To these things, these are the benefits that are right before you. I want to just highlight what they are again. He holds success in store for the upright. He holds success. Do you know what? When God planned your life, He didn't want you to live life as a failure. Where you just go from failure to failure to failure, learning how not to live life. When He looks at your life, He has a plan of success and not success by the world standard of success but he has a success that when you put your hands to something uh, by his will the outcome is to be as he has determined it to be and that you live life fulfilled knowing that what you've done has been a part of God's plan and because of that God's blessing has been on it and it's a success isn't it a great thing to go to bed at night knowing that life is successful I think too often. I know in my life, I I've had, I, I've, I can go to sleep at night feeling more like a failure than someone who's successful. I don't know if you felt that way in your life, but I have felt that way from time to time. For I feel more like a failure than someone who's successful. But God says, if you can, if you can trust me, if you can dig into my word, if you can apply my truths in your heart, if you can lean upon me, actually, I my purpose for you is success. What a promise. God wants your life to be successful, but you can't do it your way. You gotta do it His way. He, He is a shield for whose life, whose way of life is blameless, it says. He's a shield. He guards the course. He protects the course and the way of those who are walking with Him. So what does it mean? It says, so not only will you be successful, but He actually will protect you. You see, there's a protection in doing what is right. You see, when we walk according to God's plan for our lives, He protects us. He 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 makes what we do successful in His eyes, but also He protects us in it. He's a shield around us. Now, this is the thing What happens in life, is we want to do our own thing, and we step outside the protection, and we have a big red dot in our life that the enemy comes and he just attacks us with because we're doing it our way. If we choose, you know, we looked at this in our life group, why do we fail to take on board other people's wisdom? Often it's pride in our own hearts, isn't it? That we know best. I know best. I can do it my way. And at that point that we step outside of of what God's word is saying, and we step into the, the thoughts that we have for the context that we're in, actually the enemy now has control and we step outside of the shield of protection of God's word of our, over our lives and now we're in our own sphere, unprotected with a dot on our lives that the enemy can shoot arrows at. So long as we are in God and in his word and we're, we're in Christ, we are protected by him. Now does that mean we'll never face trials or tribulations? That is not the fact. But the fact is, your inner man is protected. Who you are as a person is protected, is shielded. The enemy can come, you can be in a raging storm, but you are protected in Christ. Why? Because you're in his word. You're, You're living by his standard, by what he says. We see here also that we will understand what is right and just and fair, knowing every good path. How many of you like going for walks out in the countryside. Okay, how many of you do not enjoy that? A few people. A few people, okay. This last year in May, uh, we went for a walk. We went to Scotland. Beautiful place. Not been to Scotland before. I don't know about the people. They were a little bit dodgy. Oh, sorry, John, I didn't see you there. No, the people were lovely most of them. No, they were all <laughs> lovely. Anyways, this is the point. We we went walking. And uh the the family wanted to get out and and see, you know, this beautiful countryside. And uh and we were in the, this wooded area and um, Caleb decided he was going to take charge. We looked at the map before we set into the trail in the Highlands. Um and Caleb committed it to memory. Uh, the only problem was is that there was a couple problems here. One is that we started on our way, and there wasn't a lot of signposts to keep indicating the way to go. And so you kind of get some forks in the in the path, and we're in trees, and it, we're going up a, up these hills, and and you start to wonder. I looked at my phone, and there was no no signal. You're kind of later afternoon. And you walk in, and Caleb starts to say, I think it was this way. (laughs) And then, you know, you're an hour into this walk, and Annalise was there, she can vouch for it, and you start to wonder, is this the way? And do we remember how we got here? (laughs) And will anyone ever find us (laughs) if we can't find our way? That's sometimes how life can be. And in this Passage, it says, We will know every good path. You know, I tell you what, it was happy days when we discovered the way back to our car. (laughs) Happy days. Really, we were happy at that point, (laughs) thinking we're not going to get stranded out in the Scottish Highlands um, to be found by wolves or whatever's up there. (laughs) You see, A lot of people live their whole lives trying to find the right way. And God says, actually, I have a good path and I will help, you know, every good path for you. You know, there's there's a right path that we can go and there's always other options. And I think life is filled with options. You have a choice. Always your life is filled with choices. We either do it God's way, what he says. This is the good path. This is a path that's sure. It's solid. It will get us to the right destination. Or we can meander off the path. There's all these other exit paths that we could take. And the word of God gives us the wisdom to know which path to take, the good path. And actually, when we come to a decision, we, we look to his word and actually his word points the direction in. OK, I've got these three options, but the one option here is the right path. Why? Because I know it because God says it. I, I just know I don't need to be in doubt. This is the right way. This is the good path. It will lead to the where I need to go with where God has planned me to go. Isn't that amazing that God doesn't want you just meandering in the dark, trying every single path, hoping it leads you to the right place? God knows the path that you need to be on, and His Word leads us the right way. The last three, four things it says: discretion will protect you, and understanding guards you. Discretion protects you. We'll have discretion. We'll we'll know when not to say things, when to say things. We'll look at Proverbs, and we'll we'll see throughout this. There are, there are moments of discretion that God gives us that. We can have, we, we can have discretion. Wisdom will save you from wicked people. You know, people around us will always be there to lead us astray, right? The Bible speaks of people that can come upon our, our lives and they're just there to try to lead you off the path. The enemies kind of brought them upon your, your, your lives just to, to veer you off, off the trail, Wisdom from God will save us from such people. Wisdom will also the wisdom from God will also protect our our sexual purity. We see this from the adulterous woman, but it's also the adulterous man. It's it's God. God wants to protect us. Why? All of this is for our good. He says, actually, those who go to the prostitute or go to the the adulterous woman, actually, that doesn't never leads to life. There's always death at the end of that death of all sorts of things. We will remain on the right path, it says. We'll live in the space that God has prepared for us. We see that at the very end of the passage. We'll live in the space that God has prepared for us. You know, God has a space for you to live and to flourish and to succeed and to be all that God has wants you to be. But can I just go back to where we started from? It's a if. To live in that space, to fulfill God's plan, to be under His protection, To know God and His will doesn't happen without you first looking, searching, seeking, going after, it's if. This is our part to play. When was the last time you properly sought God for His will? When was the last time you said, God, I just, I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your heart. Pressed in to, to know Him more. God has given us his word, but it requires us to read it. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.